What's going on, guys? Welcome back to How About Them Halfbacks. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. And I'm Tyler. And this week with us is our resident Miami Dolphins expert, Gerald. What's going on? Welcome back, sir. Guys, I want to thank you, and I want to thank the millions of viewers, literally millions of people that watch this, this watch. They listen to this podcast. Life happens, and you're busy, and I kind of dropped last week's episode late. Um, to be specific, I dropped it on Monday around 6 o'clock. Uh, the episode was called Week Number 2, Dropping a Deuce. You know, later that night, the Cowboys and the Eagles played, um, and the Eagles didn't play too well. They asked Jalen Hurts about, uh, you know, how do you move on from this from this loss and like how bad it, you know, whatever kind of toll it takes on you. And uh, you know what he said? What? I, I don't. He said, you take a deuce, you don't sit there and look at it, you flush it and move on. So clearly, <laughs> he we, the podcast. clearly yeah. Jalen Hurts listens to this podcast and we've influenced him. And I <laughs> yeah. just want to thank, thank you guys and all of our listeners because we clearly have a massive impact on the football world. I mean, we should have been at the media presser. I mean, I we mean, basically are media at this point. Yeah. And uh, it's obvious. I was watching the Cowboys-Eagles game. It's obvious Jalen Hurts is a fan of this podcast. <laughs> uh, he clearly understands the importance of a tight end. He was passing to Goddard and Zach Ertz all night. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he's talking to the front office about getting Kyle Pitts. I mean, yeah, that, who, I mean, that'd who be knows? Dream. Yeah, that would be the dream. Shout out again to people in Germany. That won't stop being a, a thing, so... No, we sure. appreciate you. Actually, believe it or not, Nick, our viewership in Germany went up two percent. We're increasing. <laughs> we can uh, we can move on to uh, halfback of the week. Uh, my halfback of the week this week is uh, Cream Hunt. Um, if you guys haven't figured it out, I'm a huge Cream Hunt fan. This week he had ten rushes for 81 yards, and uh, to put that in perspective, Nick Chubb this week had 22 rushes for 84 yards. So Kareem Hunt was much more efficient. Plus he had a TD, six receptions uh, for 74 yards. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to him. My fantasy team name in two leagues is Wet Kareem Pies. So nice job, Kareem Hunt. My halfback of the week is Najee Harris. Um, 14 attempts, 40 yards, um, and 14 receptions. Man had himself a little bit of a game. Uh, I mean, it's not a super exciting game for a running back, but you know what? He was out there and he was making plays. It's still very good, impressive by Najee Harris. Uh, I'm not going to let our uh, ho- uh, our special guest go last, so I'm going to oh. Gerald you go. Thank you, thank you. So for my running back of the week, I took. <laughs> I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. Um. He hasn't had the greatest start to the season, but last night he rushed 17 times for 95 yards and two touchdowns, and he caught all three of his targets for 21 yards. So maybe he's going to start eating again. Maybe not, but it looks like he's on the up and up again. I I actually saw a stat. At the time this podcast comes out, it's been 635 days since Ezekiel Elliott had a game where he had 100 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. And uh, obviously, he only needed five more yards to break that stat, but 95 uh, rushing yards and two touchdowns is even better. So I think that's a really good pick. He bounced back. And uh, speaking of bouncing back, uh, James Robinson didn't have exactly a great start to the season, and that's my halfback of the week. Uh, He had 88 yards, one rushing touchdown, six receptions, 
and 46 yards, which isn't amazing, but he had 5.9 yards per carry, which is really good. Yeah, I was wondering what happened to him this season. I hadn't seen much of him. Yeah, um, he's, he's coming back. Solid I had pick. him on my bench in fantasy. Yeah, well, Maybe me he'll too. be in the lineup now. I had a I had a heartbreaking loss to Gerald in our Yahoo League. I don't know if, if you peaked it or not. But, oh, uh, I did. But CeeDee Lamb caught a 44-yard pass, like, on the goal line. And literally, if he was, like, half an inch further, I probably would have won last night. But instead, I lost by, like, less than a point. Yeah. But then, I, but then I beat you in, in ESPN, so well, we're good. It, no, ESPN, it, I won. Oh, if I, okay. If I started probably. Josh Allen, I don't know why I benched Josh Allen, first of all. Yeah. Uh, but if I started him, Curious. I would out of the water. Out of the water. Well, if I started you... Kareem Hunt, I mean, we'd, he got 30 points this week. Josh Allen got 40. So, let what? me, let me so? just point out, winless in fantasy, because apparently I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, How the mighty have fallen. And I lost Lenny, like three points. Who last year drafted Raheem Mostert with his first pick. Mostert, man. Uh, he is 3-0, and the only undefeated team in our league. So, that's impressive. And shout out Mixon who scored the second most points this week and started Jarvis Landry, who was on the injured <laughs> reserve. So Have he you clearly looked, knows what he's bro. doing. Shout out Mixon's kid. I, yeah, I flat out talked to him today, and I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know, my kid took over. And I'm like, dude, look at your team. And he goes, why? And I said, because you have four of the highest scoring players <laughs> in your starting lineup, and you scored the second most amount of points this week with someone scoring zero. Yeah. And he goes, oh. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Jake, only uh, only seven episodes ago, we were at the Hall of Fame. And uh, just like that, they've announced the 2022 Hall of Fame um, nominees. Uh, there's over 100 of them, so obviously we're not going to go through all of them. I will, I will start off with saying um, probably the most interesting thing about this year's class, specifically in the wide receiver category. Um, let me tell you guys the the wide receivers that are up and why I'm interested in them. Heinz Ward, Steve Smith, the the right Steve Smith, not the C Smith play for the Giants. Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Anquan Bolden. There are 14 players to ever eclipse over 1,000 receptions, and all four of them are on that list. Wow. Oh. And they're all in the same range. So Heinz Ward's right at 1,000. Steve Smith has 1,031, Andre Johnson, 1,062, Reggie Wayne, 1,070, Anquan Bolden, 1,076. So they're all up for nomination. Anquan Bolden, Andre Johnson, and Steve Smith are all first ballot. Reggie Wayne, this is his second or third, and Heinz Ward's been up for a couple of years now. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what, what the Hall does here. Yeah. Other other first ballots. This was interesting. Jake and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Devin Hester. Mm. We talked about that at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I think we talked about it before as well. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Devin Hester made so before Devin Hester being a punt returner or kick returner 
you had to do something else on the roster. You couldn't just be on the roster as a punt returner, kick returner. Devin Hester, while he did get snaps as wide receiver, you signed him as your punt returner and kick returner. And he changed the position completely. His rookie season is one of the like most deadly rookie seasons ever. Uh, I think he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know if the Hall of Fame will see it that way. I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't. In the future, we might even, uh, because of Devin Hester and the players who have come as a result of Devin Hester, uh, Jamal Agnew, who currently plays for the Alliance? Jaguars, who just got a, uh, mm-hmm. used to, he currently plays for the Jaguars, just got a uh, return touchdown in their game this week. Uh, he pretty much, like he's it. a cornerback who became a wide receiver. He's pretty much a punt returner, kick returner. We might see that become just a position name in the future. It's possible, and I think he should go in. It, you can't you can't put in Devin Hester as a wide receiver because his resume in that regard doesn't match other players. Yeah. He has exactly. to go in as a special teams player. Also, Josh Cribbs is up, so they're both there. I mean, Josh Cribbs was – he was like, was like one in 1A. We have to mention Jake's Jake's favorite Jets player is up for nomination, Antonio Cromartie and Nick Mangold. Yeah. I think they're both first ballots. I do too. Um, I just I want to go back to the receivers for a second because I didn't see Donald Driver on there the first time I looked at it. Yeah, Donald you Driver's think on there. The first ballot? Well, he's not. He yeah, must have been. He must have been so nominated much. last year too. I mean, there's 120 people on this list, so not all of them are going to make it through. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Antonio Cromartie, obviously was a, was a very good player, but like you have players like Rondé Barber who have yeah. been nominated for the past three years that haven't gotten in yet, and he's made like the finals. So, uh, in my opinion, I'd put Rondé Barber in before I put it Antonio Cromartie. Considering uh, Edger and James and Peyton Manning just went in, I think they're going to try and get Reggie Wayne in. Yeah. While people are still in love with the trio. Uh, I really think Torrey Holt should get in, but uh, the Hall of Fame hates wide receivers. Also, just adding on your point, Tyler, Coach John G also got in not too long ago either. So Yeah, and Isaac Bruce got in last year. Yeah. Or he was in the 2020 class. He was in one of the two classes. Yeah. Although Isaac Bruce also counts towards uh, with he, he played with Torrey Holt too. Right. So yeah. Yeah. maybe maybe that will work with Torrey yeah. Holt. Who knows? That would be awesome to see. <laughs> And also, just to silence all this uh, cop piss nonsense, Tony Gonzalez is third all time for uh, reception for thirteen hundred receptions. For now, just, it's his rookie well, year. Give just, him time. Just wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah, sure. You can have all the time he wants. All right. Can we talk about the quarterbacks on this list? Because I'm disgusted. Sure. Oh, the first ballot. Why in the hell is Jake Delhomme <laughs> up there to go into the Hall of Fame? I mean, Jake DeLum took the Panthers to a Super Bowl. And lost. Hey, but he took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he also lost to the GOAT. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I think No, Kyle Pitts wasn't in the league yet. <laughs> <laughs> also, This is what I have to deal Jeff with every week, Joe. I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, these are, like, it's very, it's going to get narrowed down to what? Eight, eight or nine players? Like, these are all the, there are so many bad ones on here, like, did you guys see at the end of receivers? Wes Welker's on here. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of players that, that are up. Tiki Barber's on here. Uh, I didn't know that Steve McNair wasn't in the Hall of Fame. I think Steve McNair should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Nick, you left out our favorite offensive lineman of all time, Shaw Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, he should probably get in at some he point. Will. He will. It's really tough getting in as an offensive lineman. You need to be uh, – 
we'll see what happens with Nick Mangold, but you pretty much need to be on that team for a really long time. The team needs to be successful with you there pretty much. Uh, Robert Mathis is up for the Hall of Fame. I more, think he's going to get snubbed a yeah, few years. More, I, he, he should make it, but... More more cults from that, from that era. And uh, Jared Allen should have been in last year. I think he's like a lock for this year. If he doesn't get in, I'd be very surprised. What do you what do you think about Vince Wilfork? It's gonna be oh, tough to put him in first ballot for the Patriots. Vince Wilfork's tough. I don't know if uh, he'll go in. Definitely not first try. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if he'll make it in in the next like three years. In, mm-hmm. in my mind, like how I try to sort it is like, what's more offensive? Like, is it more offensive for Vince Wilfork to not be a first ballot, or is it more offensive to make Jared Allen a third ballot? Like, I try to just see like what's. How long have some of these people been on here? Also, they need to change the rules on that. If you've been on like the ballot for like six or seven tries already, like it's time for you to go. I think if it goes like to eight or nine or something like that, you uh, are now a, then eligible for like the centennial or the uh, red, whatever, like the um, the past at a certain, era. Yeah, at a certain yeah. point, you can't get elected to the modern era uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then you don't. Is there a bus? I don't think there's a bus for you either. No, there's not. No. You are still technically considered a member of the hall, but you're not. You don't get a gold jacket. You don't get any of that. Right. My man, Jeff Beagles, nominated for punters and kickers. Love Jeff Beagles. Shout out Jeff Beagles. If you're around and you listen to the podcast, come on this podcast. That'd be dope. DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, I think... uh... I think it's hard for defenders to get in, but DeMarcus Ware might be able to do it. He was pretty beastly. So we were looking the other day at, like, the sack totals, and he was not even close to the top, right, Nick? No, we misspoke. DeMarcus Ware is top 10 in all-time sacks. Oh, okay. He's ninth. All right. Take that back. Yeah, he's at 138. Justin Tuck is not – I was very – we were talking about that the other day. We are like, why is he nominated? I I don't know. His tackles aren't, like – you know, amazing, and neither are the sack numbers. But he was one of the best players on two Super Bowl winning teams, and yeah. that's enough. Even without stats, that's enough to get you into the Hall of Fame. Sometimes that's unfortunate. Was was he like top five in his era of football? Maybe because I, I could have, know, but I'm biased, I so I don't know. Like yeah. I'm so biased. I, I really like Demarcus Ware was definitely in Justin Tuck's era. Yeah, but Demarcus Ware's guaranteed to get in. De- DeMarcus Ware had a 20-sack season and a 19-and-a-half-sack season Jeez. within three years. Justin Tuck's stats just don't impress me. He had, in his career, 350 solo tackles. Which isn't a lot. How many uh, years yeah. did he play? Ten years. But he only started five games in Oakland his last season. Oh. And, and the tackles. Like, the mm. all-time leader in tackles is 1,500 tackles. Shout-out Ray Wait, Lewis. Come shout, on, Shout-out... Ray, Ray fucking Lewis. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't care. If you're not, like, as a, I don't even know. It's so much easier to make a criteria for offensive players that if you're a defensive player, I don't know what the criteria really is. Like, I'm basing my standards on tackles and sacks for, like, I mean, linemen and linebackers and, like, secondary players are probably interceptions. I, I It's it's definitely the hardest for linemen to get in because it's the one – it's the two positions in football where you never touch the ball. Yeah. And that, that makes it – difficult to like you were just saying it's hard to gauge their career off attributes because all they do is push really yeah wow 
<laughs> if you're not if you're not a dominant uh like pass rusher as a defensive end or outside linebacker, it's really hard for you to make it in because no one sees coverage stats. Uh, you're not getting that many tackles. No um, one's seeing pancake blocks either. Well, that you shouldn't be getting <laughs> pancake blocks on defense. Anybody you think should get in, uh, Gerald? I'm going to say Antonio Cromartie. Yeah, I like that pick. Over Rondé He's... Barber? Yeah. Really? Antonio Cromartie was scarier to go against. Rondé Barber is good. Uh, and he played with the same team his whole career, or at least pretty much his whole career. I don't and know I if did. he went somewhere late. Okay, he yeah. Uh, but Antonio Cromartie on the Chargers was—you uh, you don't want—you didn't want to mess with that. He was a scary dude. And then he teamed up with Revis on the Jets, and they were both lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say because I love my weird history facts. Morton Anderson, or wow, Gary Anderson is the third highest scoring player in NFL history. So he's definitely getting in at some point. Uh, where's Morton Anderson on that list? Is Number he also two there? behind. Okay. Yeah, he's already in. Okay. Yeah. He's number two behind Venetary. Yeah, see, it's tough when putting people into the uh, Hall of Fame because you have players who play like 20 seasons for the same team. They're always good. And then you have players like Calvin Johnson who only played for a short amount of time but were dominant. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on to this past week in football. Um, where should we start? The Jets Thursday. got blown out. The oh, Jets? God. Well, not yet. We blown should start out. with Thursday. But the Jets let's did get blown with Thursday. out. Let's, yeah, let's start with Thursday. I like the idea. The Panthers and the Texans played. Oh, we said it was going to be a close game, and it wasn't, and, and it got blown out. I, yeah. it was, what was it? Twenty-four to sixteen. Yeah, twenty-four to nine. Fourteen. Twenty-four to nine. Uh, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it happened. Uh, poor CMC's <laughs> hamstrings are made of uh, silly putty, so wow. they snapped or they they pulled again. But wow. Yeah. Uh, and Darnold looking good though. Darnold looking fire. I. I don't know if I could say he's looking goal. good. He's, he didn't throw a single touchdown, and he also scored 24 against a team people thought was going to go 0-17. Trevor Lawrence and Urban Myers, Jaguars, were able to put more te- uh, points up on the Texans. Was that game home or away? Panthers were at Houston. Yeah, so I yeah. guess that's fair. I'm just asking. I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know where that, that game was. No, yeah, that- Panthers were at Texans. Yeah, yeah, uh, and every, it, people. I think people are overhyping the Panthers a little bit. Like they're three and yes. zero, and they're playing Same well. With the Broncos, but, but we says yeah. the guy says the guy who said the Panthers are going to be sneaky good this year. Yeah, sneaky good. I didn't say they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what I said, sneaky good. You're the only guy who hyped the Panthers on the podcast. No, like media, like general, like ESPN, oh, yeah. like general yeah. media. I think they're overreacting to the Panthers. They played they the Jets. Absolutely are. That wasn't very impressive because the Jets might go 0-17 this year because they are Trash. And uh, who was the last – who they play last week or two weeks ago? Uh, the Saints. They played the Saints who we thought were going to be good. So, yeah. I don't know. They have I, an amazing defense. I was listening to earlier Not pods, anymore. and I gave them like six wins on an earlier pod. So, I don't know what happened to me. I'm just on a roller coaster with the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, they can still get six. <laughs> Jaguars were undefeated uh, 
one week into the season last year and finished True. one and fifteen. So True. <laughs> that's, uh, one, that's one way to put it. Davis Mills played pretty good, the rookie for the Texans. Uh, I I think Terod Taylor might just be a really good mentor. He just gets hurt. Yeah, well, but I, I think he's like telling these guys how to play well, and they don't they don't come in and play like trash. I I agree with that because I mean, yeah, he has a curse to his name, but everyone who started after him has been a success. Yeah, and a lot of times uh, a quarterback can be good if they have a good run game. And Davis Mills got some help from Philip Lindsay, who had seven carries for five yards. Yeah, uh, so they're rushing. The fact that he didn't throw an despicable. interception and threw a touchdown and over a hundred yards is impressive, right there. When his running run game was not going at all, uh, Brandon Cooks is a good guy to be thrown to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you proved I'm me wrong in the Brandon Cooks doesn't... trade. Yeah, I, so I far. Sorry, Gerald. Uh, no, you know what? We had your right. back on that one, but. Where you screwed up more on was Justin Jefferson. That was a terrible trade. I yeah, would never make that trade. trade. Honestly, years. if I if I keep steamrolling teams, I might just give you back Justin Jefferson for a slightly <laughs> better player because I, I don't want to win based off stealing Justin Jefferson. I know. I, I did last year. <laughs> my, my receivers are my problem though. Like I could have given fair. him up yeah. like confidently. Oh, and then of course you chose not to give up Tyler Lockett, and he gave you a whopping what six seven. Points. Seven. Oh, my okay, bad, my bad. No, had a game. We knew it was yeah. going to happen. Yeah, when you draft Tyler Lockett, you know that there's a Yeah, chance. that's true. Speaking yeah. of the Seahawks, the Seahawks lost to the Minnesota Vikings this week. <laughs> uh, a little tidbit. All right, this is our daily Mike Zimmer roast segment. Uh, Worst coach in the league, guarantee. Not anymore, because this marked his first win over the Seattle Seahawks. So, so Tyler Lockett got how many points this week in fantasy? Six? Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, this is DK Metcalf's stats against the Vikings. When he, as a rookie, it was like early in the season, six receptions, 75 yards. Last year, when Jake beat me, and, you know, this is the main reason why, six receptions, 93 yards, two touchdowns. This past weekend, six receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. So basically, Mike Zimmer is paying less and less attention to DK Metcalf. So don't start Tyler Lockett when they play the Vikings. <laughs> because Mike like, Zimmer does not like to cover DK Metcalf. It seems like Mike, Mike Zimmer uh, runs a uh, an offense where he can throw to every single receiver. And then he doesn't think that any other team is capable of that. So he's <laughs> like, let's just try and shut down their first receiver. No one else is going to do anything. He thinks yeah. he's smarter than every other coach in the league. Let's make yeah, this clear. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't have to guard on... DK on the on the goal line. They won't throw it to their second best receiver, possibly best receiver. Of course not. Why would they do such a thing? What's the yeah, thing? Who Mike you... Zimmer and his son Adam Zimmer, who is a defensive coordinator for the Vikings, are both asleep on DK Metcalf. <laughs> what were you about to say, Gerald? But when you go up against the Seahawks. Obviously, you like game plan of like who do you game plan on covering more? Like one of them's gonna get slept on. Yeah, and I I wouldn't even say they were. Obviously, DK Metcalf had a great game, but Seahawks only scored 17 points to the Vikings 30. So clearly, letting DK Cook worked out. And this, one of those this, was a Chris Carson touchdown. This one yeah. time. Yeah, this one time. This but one time. Just to point out to what Gerald said. You best be throwing a free safety on one of them and the strong safety on the other. 
and screw everyone in the middle. Just let the freaking receivers, don't let them burn you. Well, and yeah, you he have doesn't to. understand that. Definition of deep threats right there. Yeah, and he doesn't understand that, apparently. It is worth pointing out, DK Metcalf, uh, while he had six receptions, he was targeted nine times. So he only had a 66% catch rate, which is uh, – most of the time receivers have a little better than that, especially if they're getting targeted uh, or if they're getting a lot of receptions. But So they did, did sort of stop DK, and they probably stopped him when it counted. You're ruining my roast of Mike Zimmer. I, I would just like to point <laughs> out that, that the majority of the time, I believe Harrison Smith was the secondary help on DK, and he's amazing at swatting the ball. So that that accounts for those three. I mean, and still, 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 absolutely, Mike Zimmer's the worst coach. Coach. Uh, also, I didn't think Russell Wilson played particularly well. No. No. He just didn't. But well, the, the Seahawks off. always kind of, I, I don't know with them. They're like always half the season's good, half the season's bad. But they're always a contender. Yeah. I agree with Maybe that. not this year. I don't know. Because, I mean, we're going to get to it. Uh, the Cardinals? Yeah. Um, was not impressed. Uh, they So the, the final score is misleading. Yeah, very That misleading. game was close for a lot of it. And yeah. I don't think that's Urban Meyer and the Jaguars catching their footing. I think that's the Cardinals Yeah, Baseball. not looking great. Yeah. No, yep. Not at all. I mean... I, saw, I watched DeAndre Hopkins drop a ball. Which never happens. Right. Uh, and uh, I don't know what to make of their receivers because Rondale Moore and DeAndre Hopkins both were having great games. And then who goes off this game? Christian Kirk and A.J. Green. So Kyler Murray has four, five weapons on that team, which is insane. Also, you're spending a lot of time trying to cover DeAndre Hopkins mainly. Yeah. And I feel like we've all wanted Christian Kirk to like be a thing like on a weekly basis, but he's kind of inconsistent as well. So it's just kind of like there's there's so many weapons, but you have I'll let Jake talk about the record, but they had a field goal return for touchdown, and then Trevor Lawrence did throw one nice pass in the end zone. And then James Robinson uh ran one in. And Josh Lambeau, I wanted to say this too. Josh Lambeau, who is their kicker, missed two PATs. You are exiled from the league. You're done. Yeah, Josh Lambeau is notorious for missing kicks when it counts, though. I said last week or two weeks ago, if you miss a PAT, you should not be in the league, and he should be gone. That's mm-hmm. it. You're he done. He's notorious for missing kicks when it counts. Where do and I sign up to be an NFL kicker? That, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they uh, they ask you to kick a thirty five yard field goal. You're like, oh no, I, I only really practice PATs. You, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's like a pitcher. Right, move I'm up like to the twenty five. Whoa! <laughs> uh, oh, where did I go? I didn't even. That that drive though, when James Robinson scored, I feel like they found they found their footing and some success against the Cardinals with the run game, and they just went away from it again. And Trevor Lawrence made a really terrible interception off his back foot, just a floater. Um, it wasn't pretty. Trevor Lawrence is still throwing just bombs downfield. He doesn't do checkdowns. He, uh, it's it's weird to see. I think someone needs to get in there and tell him, look, you can throw a three-yard pass. It's how you succeed, and Trevor Lawrence will be good once they teach him that. But you right now, who, he's just doing boneheaded stuff. You know what the problem in Jacksonville is with Trevor Lawrence? 
Urban he doesn't Meyer. have a mentor. Yeah. He has oh, no yeah, quarterback true. to tell him how to play in the league. They yeah. traded Gardner Minshew away almost instantly. Gardner, Gardner Minshew was too cool, though. Gardner Minshew would be like, no, nah, I don't need to go to practice. Uh, I got a can- I got a 30 of Bud Light in my trunk. We can just go hang out in the parking lot. Yeah. I think Blake Trevor Lawrence would have been more of a mentor. Go ahead, Gerald. Trevor Lawrence needs to stop playing Madden with Jake. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Interceptions. Cliff Kingsbury, great coach. Idiot when it comes to special teams. Why in the world would you try a 68-yard field goal? Note the longest ever attempted in history in Florida. That is a kick that should only be attempted in mile high. Yes, we'll get to Justin Tucker in a little bit. So, anyway, 109 yards is the longest play that you can have in an NFL game. And I, who's the running back or the player who ran it back? We just talked about him and I forgot his name. Jamal Agnew. Yes, thank you. Jamal Agnew tied the NFL record that uh, Cromartie and I don't remember the other player. There's only three of them that have ever done it. Cromartie's the only other with 109-yard picks or kick six. So that was one of the records broken this week. Uh, So Matt Prater, a former Lion, attempted the 68-yard field goal. Uh, Jamal Agnew, former Lion, returns it for a touchdown. Uh, And then in other kicking news, Justin Tucker against the Lions. uh, In Lions fashion. Yeah, it is Cordero Patterson, by the way. It was? Okay. Yeah. Um, In Lions fashion, they uh, shouldn't have had a chance against the Ravens. They kick what could have been a game-winning field goal. Justin Tucker breaks the NFL record, 66-yard field goal to win the game for the Ravens. Uh, going sit off the crossbar and yeah, it goes in. he had just enough distance 69 yard field goal nice would have made it. Gone in. yep and of course i would just like to point out of course it was dead center too it wasn't like off to either side after just he missed Tucker's after he accurate. missed one yeah after he missed one previously like yeah. bad he missed one redemption. before that really bad redemption man he yeah, knows I, how to play i was very surprised at how well how the Lions kept in that game. But Lamar also kind of kept the Lions in the game. He threw a really bad pick late. It he wasn't got good. sacked a couple times, too. Yeah, I uh, I thought that was going to be a blowout. Uh, well, my biggest problem with the Lions against the Packers was our linebackers looked like they, were, they had concrete shoes on right. when they were trying to run after Aaron Jones. We, uh, we just released... Uh, Jamie Collins, but we finally gave our rookie Derek Barnes a chance to play, and he is fast. So speed in the linebacker position clearly made a huge difference. We went up, we went from letting up thirty-five to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think this is an off game for the Ravens, or do we think that they're not as good as we thought? That's tough. I think the Chiefs losing to the Chargers uh, hurts. The how cool their win against the Chiefs looked. So I think that uh, this looks worse for the Ravens than it does good for the Lions, but I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think the Ravens are bad. I think the Ravens have a real problem with the run game, which, shocker, none of us uh, saw as a shocker, I should say. It's no surprise there. Um, they're, they're 100% down the field or have Lamar run it and that's 
you can't run an offense like that. He he's probably scared he's gonna get hurt. That's Tyson why he's Williams making risky choices. Well. They just don't want to give it to him for some reason. Because he's not their running back. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bounce off the Lions real quick. So yep. there are four zero and three teams left. Uh, they happen to be the Giants, Jets, and Lions. Uh, and the last one is the Colts. Really? So, yeah. So I didn't know the Colts didn't win. Yeah, Colts yeah. haven't won anything yet. Man. But I wanted to ask you guys who you think the best 0-3 team is right now. It's probably the Colts. Is it? So it's, well, it's, it's the, the Colts Giants, or the Lions. Uh, Colts. Yeah, it's the three of us and then the Colts. It's really tough because the Colts have been playing decent teams. Right. uh, And their scores haven't been ugly. uh, But the Lions nearly beat the Ravens. And then uh, they had a great comeback against the 49ers. Uh, Giants should have beaten the Falcons. I think if any team should have. Well, actually, Giants and Lions could have easily won. But they didn't. Uh, It's tough for me. I think it's a three-way tie. It's (laughs) not the Jets. You're to say, it's yeah, not the worst one no. is. But to be fair, the Giants should have also beaten the Washington football team. No, see, now this is this is my issue. Now I would say that, but I'm not I'm not giving them the pass because they lost in the same fashion twice, and that's coaching. We gave the ball back to the Falcons and we gave the ball back to Washington too early. They went down to the game winning field goal with seconds expiring. It's just exactly bad coaching. What the Lions did. Yeah, it's just bad coaching. You can't let that happen in two games out of three. Yeah. That's just, in yeah. my opinion, well, that's bad coaching. You brought up this point against with the Washington game. Uh, it, it's not bad coaching to kick the field goal instead of going for it. It's bad coaching the way they went about their first three downs. Correct. Because they pretty much kne- – they essentially kneeled out the clock and then kicked the field goal. They ran yes. run plays they didn't think were going to work. Right. Uh, I guess if they had thrown an interception, we'd be talking about it in a different light. We should have said they should have ran it three times and kicked the field goal. No, we, but... We'd be saying Daniel Jones is not good. <laughs> That's what I just Luckily saying. for Daniel Jones, we're still saying Daniel Jones is not good. So I, I, the jury's still out for me on Daniel Jones. That's fair. We're all in agreement. Jets are getting the first pick in the draft. Probably. They, probably. The Jets are great at getting a garbage time win to get them the second or third pick. I don't think they <laughs> I don't think they have the heart to get the first pick. First At pick. this They're rate, the we couldn't win. So. Yeah, but the Falcons have a win, so they I don't, we'll see the But they shouldn't the be the out. Giants. The Giants got injured and underplayed. The Falcons do look pretty bad. Listen, yeah. Saquon just came back full strength for the Giants, so I'm very happy about he that. He looked pretty good. He did. I think I think real good on my fantasy team too. <laughs> I think uh, Kenny Galladay did a nice job picking up the slack for yeah. Darius for Darius Slayton, and uh, he's a little inconsistent. Colin Johnson, who came out of nowhere. All right, Tyler, let's talk about the real star of the show, Kyle Pitts. What happened? Uh, uh, Kyle uh, Pitts. Know. This is my fun tidbit about Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts did not make his first reception until the fourth quarter with 11 minutes left. Clutch time. He so, multiplied uh, his current receptions in the fourth quarter by a million and still got two more receptions than that in the fourth wow. quarter. Wow. Yeah, so well, yeah, uh, Kyle Pitts, two receptions, zero. 35 yards, and uh, he set up the game-winning field goal for the Falcons. So he's he's a clutch performer. 
I would like to say he was open in the end zone for the touchdown. Matt Ryan didn't see him. Matty uh, ice cold. So Joe, you got a bandwagon? It's Matty vegetable now. Matty vegetable, yeah. It's Matty vegetable. Are you going to bandwagon with this nonsense, or are you going to talk rationally? Oh, that Kyle, Kyle Pitts? Yeah, I mean. 35 yards. Yeah. Uh, I was asking Gerald, not you, Tyler. We know what you think. Yeah, calm down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not on the hype train, but he did set him up. Yeah, I'll I'll admit to that. But he also didn't have a reception till the fourth quarter, which hey, you know, if you're if you're gonna be the first, to. if you're gonna be the oh, he didn't need to. <laughs> they won. <laughs> they won barely with time expiring. Like if you gave him the ball a little more, maybe they would have scored like three touchdowns. If you win the Super Bowl by a point, if you win the Super Bowl by a hundred <laughs> points, you win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but to be uh, rookie of the year and MVP, that is not very. MVP or rookie, like in my opinion, yeah. he's humble. <laughs> <laughs> what? Unfortunately, being humble doesn't win that award. Okay. I'll agree with Nick on that. He's okay. not the winning either. Wow. Well, once, once he okay, he'll go into week seventeen. You know, the new week uh, with you know a measly three hundred total receiving yards. Uh, then uh, he'll be like, "All right, I'm tired of people sleeping on me." One thousand seven hundred yards. He breaks the two thousand <laughs> mark. Uh, for a tight like, end? I guess we'll give him... You know, uh, for a split wait, second, wait, I thought... tight end 2,000 receiving yards? For uh, a, yeah. For a split second, I thought I was uh, actually breaking through to you, but I, I was completely wrong. I do think Kyle Pitts will start catching fire. I think Matt Ryan will stop being bad. Uh, at some when he point. retires, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I th- I honestly think that they should give uh, Philippe Frank a chance. They did. I actually wanted to bring that up. They actually did some run option with Philippe Franks, like a couple plays in the game, kind of like how the Saints use Jameis and uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom. Yeah. So maybe. Wait. Yeah. But they should put him in not just for trick plays. They should really try starting him at quarterback. Um, especially since Matt Ryan's there to mentor, like Matt, we all know Matt Ryan's old. We all know he's not the same player he was. Give the new guy a chance while you're still there to be the mentor because you still have the knowledge. Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger looked equivalent this week. They looked, they looked dreadful. They looked old and they should both retire like after this year. And it pains me to say that because I enjoyed watching both of them over the years, but they did not perform well at all. Falcons are in a tough spot. Uh, I don't blame them for not drafting a quarterback in the last the last draft because three quarterbacks got taken in front of them, and they I don't think they wanted Justin Fields. But there, it doesn't look like there's good quarterbacks in this draft, and they kind of need one now. So the Falcons are – I don't know what they're going to do. They have to get a quarterback in free agency, I think. Trade for Deshaun. They won't. Maybe. That would be pretty – the Falcons would be pretty nasty, I think, if they get Deshaun Watson. Kyle Pitts I could win MVP up. if Deshaun Watson was his quarterback. <laughs> I hate to break this up, but I have a feeling what happened with Mike Vick and all his criminal things is going to scare Atlanta away from taking Deshaun. Why? Well, I, Mike Vick went to prison. Yeah. yeah. Deshaun it's not that, it's not that the Falcons were scared of Mike Vick. He was in prison. He yeah. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sean still might go to prison. Yeah, but that I'm has saying. nothing to do with with. That's 
Vince's not going to scare a team the away. Falcons, He's literally not able Eagles, to play. Mike Vick came back and then played for the Eagles and played for Pittsburgh. Right now, he's not in prison. Nothing is solidified. He hasn't been marked guilty. So, like, if the if the offseason comes and nothing's happened, if the Falcons sign Deshaun Watson, I got nothing against them. Your quarterback is a vegetable. What about Cam? What about him? You, you think there's a possibility of him going? No. He's butt right. cheeks. Dude. Is- Dude, no way. I think this at the end of this season, my bold <laughs> prediction is we're going to have a three-way retirement at quarterback. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, and Ben Roethlisberger. And Tom Brady will still come to continue yep, playing. Of course. And it makes me sick. Tom yep. Brady's we'll going to throw later. 500 yards in week one of next season. I want to... <laughs> I want to knock out two birds with one stone here. Uh, both of our arguments proved us uh, right. So you think the Bengals, we have that Bengals-Browns deal. Uh, if yeah. the Bengals beat the Browns once, uh, ten it, and, or, yeah, 10 bucks. And if the Browns win both times, you give uh, me, or and I think Jake as well, 10 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yep. it's a three-way um, thing. So Bengals beat the Steelers 24-10. Joe Burrow is looking nice. Uh, and I'm worried that in their division games, uh, Joe Burrow's offensive line won't be able to stop Miles Garrett and that defensive line. And the Browns against the Bears, Justin Fields was sacked nine times. So I, with, without that, with Joe Burrow's offensive line, he's going to have a nightmare in the pocket. Joe, all right, a couple things off of that point. One, TJ Watt did not play. That's important. So there was no pressure. Two, the Steelers looked like garbage. I mean, Ben Ben took a hit and he started holding his arm. And it's not even that Ben Roethlisberger was never good. He was obviously a, a very good quarterback at one point in time. He's too old and the injury from two years ago has clearly affected him in a way in which he can't play or throw the ball down the field as well as he used to. Um, I think that Jamar Chase played very well and Proved me wrong. I mean, I wasn't saying he was a bust. I was just saying there was some concern. And also, but a lot of all... people were, which was uh, yeah. interesting because it's they, preseason. And they were saying played. more harsh things than we were saying. I mean, we were pretty yeah. light about it. They were saying, like, he's like, this is why they, what a waste of a pick, whatever. I do think, though, even though Burrow and Chase have a connection, they should have taken alignment, which we all agree on. Yeah. Um, and also, I said this the Bengals played the Bears already. So at least that's out of play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm nervous for Pittsburgh because Cincinnati went in there and beat them in Pittsburgh. Next time they play is in Cincinnati. Yeah, Pittsburgh's weird because they, they had two not great losses and they beat the Bills who look amazing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched any kind of Bills things because it's just been stomped out. It's they're, been... They're, they're elite. Their offense is amazing. And their yeah. pass rushers that they drafted – which seems like the missing link have been playing well. Uh, the Bills are dangerous. Chiefs might not be as dangerous as we thought. So this could be the Bills' year. Uh, yeah. And, and to so, bring up the Ben Roethlisberger aging thing, they threw the ball 58 times. They're not letting him. Uh, his body can't take 58 throws a game. This is like and you Derek have Najee Henry. Harris. Yeah. Well, Najee Harris only averaged uh, less than three yards a rush. So they tried. I think it's time to consider a change of quarterback. Yeah. Do do yeah. you think they, have they two stick, solid backups? Do you think they bench Ben and put in Haskins, or do you think they draft? I don't think Tomlin's going to bench Ben. 
I don't think he I don't think he has the heart to do it. I think Tomlin's gonna let Ben play out his career and then that's it. Well, what if Ben says I'm done? In the middle of the season? Yeah, yeah he'll say it's it at happened the end. before. Like that like that guy from the Bills? Vontae yeah. Davis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Former Dolphin. Uh maybe. Hey. I mean Ben has said impress impressors like I don't know how much longer. So we'll maybe. Um you want to move on to the Chiefs since you mentioned the Chiefs? Well, we also mentioned the Bills. But, uh, yeah, we could talk about the Chiefs. I would say this is upset of the week, the Chargers over the Chiefs. That, yeah. that was a great game. Yeah. The, the Chiefs played terrible in the first half. Yeah. Um, Chiefs had two fumbles and an interception, which uh, I'm not putting on Mahomes. It bounced off the receiver's hands. Uh, and then the guy, the defender, made an amazing catch, like a diving catch for the interception. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the fantasy football world will uh, react completely rational to this one. Uh, Josh Gordon is back, and he's signing with the Chiefs. Uh, he got reinstated is the best way to put that, because there's a difference between being back and being reinstated. And he's on the Chiefs practice squad. They're planning on moving him up, but I don't know if he's going to be able to stay in the league. No. Yeah, Smokey the Bears going to be out of the league again. <laughs> there you go. That was what I was looking for. Uh, it's a fit. So he's coming off the fifth time of being suspended by the NFL, and he joined the league in 2012. That's yeah, got to be a record. Su- substance abuse and performance-enhancing drugs, PEDs, yeah. Yeah. So, you can't stay off the weed. So I'm stay sure he'll be. I'm sure. The weed. Stay off the weed. What concerns me about the Chargers right now is they had more red zone penalties. And a little stat for you: they are third in the league currently for number of penalties at 26, and it's for the most yards. They mm-hmm. have had 26 penalties for 243 yards, which is more than the leader, which is Philadelphia with 35 penalties. So uh, the discipline might not be there down the stretch. But again, still a very impressive win. All of their penalties that I saw during that game were all their offensive line can't get set. They're, exactly. They're, they had a legal shift yeah. two weeks in a row now. And that's going to kill them. That's coaching. Yeah. It's, the, it's discipline, just like you said. If the coaches don't get on them, they're, it's going to keep happening. It's going to cost them their season. Pretty much since the uh, turn of the 21st century, the Chargers have almost invented a way, uh, new ways of losing. They always have great defenses and offenses, <laughs> and they, they figure out, hey, if we had some of the best defense and offenses in the league, could we still lose? And their special teams and coaching and penalties really show you can lose different ways. <laughs> yeah. Is that why they got kicked out of San Diego? Uh, Spanos <laughs> is an awful owner. No, they they didn't. The, the San Diego fans weren't happy they were leaving. They didn't. I don't yeah. think the fans kicked him out. He, no, he the city wouldn't build them a new yeah. stadium. Yeah. So so is Mike Williams back? He had a he had a party. Yeah, Mike Williams is. I mean, they drafted him high, and he's playing like the guy they drafted high. I always uh, thought he was talented. I just he never became a consistent asset. Yeah, uh, he's looking dangerous, and Keenan Allen isn't doing bad. 
he he does what he needs to do. Keenan Allen's a sure uh, a sure guy. You throw him the ball, he'll get he'll get it. He's a reception but, uh, monster. Yeah, but uh, so Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, dangerous. Austin Eckler out of the backfield. Uh, this should be and and Justin Herbert obviously played amazing. Four so touchdowns, to zero interceptions. Yeah, he had a nice uh, bounce I'm back. Excited. Yeah, he didn't play great. So fun to watch. He's all over the field and he's just deadly accurate. And he's huge. He's six six. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy's ginormous. And he can run. Great. What? (laughs) This division. Actually, all of the West is going to be great. Yeah. I don't know if. uh, Tight race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You want to stay in the West? Talk about the Raiders? Uh, And Gerald Dolphins. <laughs> Dude, what did what you guys game? did? You guys g- give okay. Jacoby Brissett steroids? Jacoby Brissett <laughs> was playing like an absolute monster. She's juke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the only complaint I have really with this game was at one point we were at the one yard line to do a screen pass on the one yard line. Yeah. Instant bomb. Dude, got a safety. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah. That's very Mike Zimmer-esque. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, the Raiders are 3-0. Sure, we were up 14 nothing, and then it was 25 unanswered. But... Oh, yeah. Came back. I mean... What a comeback I'm, drive. I'm still happy with the results, even though we lost. Uh... Derek Carr threw a pretty bad pick six, so that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was one of the touchdowns. Yeah. There's there's seven right there. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't know what to make of Jacoby Brissett. Like it's just. When did he get legs? When did he learn how to juke? <laughs> he, he, hey, <laughs> I lost my mind. Teaching him this. I lost my mind watching him <laughs> juke that guy. I lost my mind. What is Andrew Luck teaching his backups? <laughs> and uh, the. The Raiders receiver Brian Edwards is clearly Derek Carr's uh, favorite target after Darren Waller, but they do not throw to him out of overtime and late in the fourth quarter. It's <laughs> it boggles my mind. When they need a play, they pass to him. The rest of the game, they're just like, oh, this I don't is so. Need him. Would you guys expect this? The AFC West standings: Las Vegas and Denver are both three and zero. The Chargers are two and one, and Kansas City is dead last at one and two. Like, who would have thought that through three weeks? I mean, Denver, no one saw. Uh, if you Very look at the schedule, schedule, everybody saw it coming. Very easy yeah. schedule. I didn't see the Chiefs being one and two. No, no neither did I. I didn't uh, think the Raiders Chiefs... being 3-0 and definitely blew my mind, considering they played the Steelers, Ravens, and Dolphins. Derek Carr is looking like how he looked before his nasty leg injury. Yeah, I, I hope Derek Carr is good. I don't care about the, Ra- uh, the Raiders at all, but I do ho- care uh, – Hope that Derek Carr has a good career. So I will say that um, when I was watching that game, the commentator said that Derek Carr um, has enough tri- trust now with uh, Gruden that he can alter plays on the on the field. That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, like, so Gruden comes in and they trade Amari Cooper and they trade um, Khalil Mack. And you're like, what are these guys doing? Uh, and then they had two two bad years. They had that that game in London against the Jags where they thought that Derek Carr was crying. Yeah. And uh, now they're three and zero. 
I don't want to say it, but I mean, we'll see what we'll see what's going to happen. I think the Dolphins are like a a good team, and uh, obviously they had two impressive wins. Although if the if the Steelers turn out to be trash, I don't know how impressive a win it is over the Steelers. Yeah, but the Ravens beat the Chiefs, and it's it's really hard. Uh, you look at what teams would be beating who, and it's hard to get a rap on who's good, who's bad based exactly. off those. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's still early. So, I mean, right exactly. now, just everything's and out in the blue. Is some because... games seem like they might have been flukes. Uh, Bills weren't prepared for the season. Steelers were. That's why the Bills lost that game, it, mm-hmm. it looks like now. Uh, I, I know that Gerald said that he was happy with uh, – he's sad that his team lost, but he was happy with the result. Uh, I'm sure uh, this goes along with your point. Jalen Waddle looks like he's the guy that the Dolphins drafted to do what they wanted him to do. He had 12 receptions, only 58 yards, but they clearly want to pass to him in short-yarded situations and let his speed do the talking, uh, and that'll help Tua a lot. Tua um, isn't a – he doesn't have perfect accuracy, so having him have uh, short throws will let him get a lot of yards. Hopefully, Jacoby Brissett can keep up the steroids and until Tua comes back. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like Jacoby Brissett, and I feel bad that he never – well, he did get a chance, but he's just – he doesn't take it to the next level. Ew. So – we were going to talk about. We were going to talk. I just thought about Disney owning Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about. Let's staying in. Speaking of uh, Pornhub, we're about to watch Matthew Stafford fuck the Cardinals defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You better be part of that Disney Plus bundle. <laughs> Oh, I haven't sent you guys the link to the podcast I watched when they talked about that. Shout out Chris Stefano for shedding light. Um, who do you guys – it's in L.A. Uh, it might be a close game, but I do think the Rams win. I want to give it to the Rams. Rams win it. it being in L.A. is a huge uh, – Yeah, a huge help. we don't need your prediction. We heard what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um. It is interesting to note uh, Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford are, are on pace for very good statistical seasons. Kyler Murray already has over 1,000 passing yards. Matthew Stafford's close. Matthew Stafford already has nine touchdowns, and Kyler Murray has seven touchdowns. So um, if they both have really high-scoring games this game, they could be setting some records with the extra game. I have a feeling it's definitely going to be a shootout because both offenses are so high-powered. But well, the Cardinals have been letting up some points. The that's true. Rams haven't been doing the same. So this, I don't know. I don't know how possible it is anymore for the NFC West to have. Also, Tom Brady has over a thousand uh, passing yards as well, and ten touchdowns. Uh, I don't know how possible it is for the NFC West to have three teams in the playoffs anymore. The extra spot definitely helps, but the Niners and the Cardinals concern me. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks are concerning me. I think we should make predictions for the, the Seahawks uh, 49ers game, too. I'm excited to see both these uh, division games, though. I think I'm going to say the Niners win it. They're hot. Niner, Niners are hot after, after losing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen, they barely lost. They heat up in reverse. Hot trash. I'm going to say Seattle wins. 
not because I think they're going to win, but because they need to win. And if they don't win, I'm very concerned about Seattle. I I like the reasoning there. I think 49ers uh, probably would win any other point in the season with the Seahawks playing like they are. But I think they know they need to win right now. And uh, I, I'm still going to give it to the 49ers. The Seahawks have uh, – I want them to prove me wrong. But Tyler, this is the game to start Tyler Lockett. DK yeah. went off. Now it's Tyler Lockett's turn. Yeah. Gerald? Seahawks. Two and two. You guys are betting off Debo. Debo's gone Dude. crazy. Debo right is now. really talented. And he also, what I want to one receiver in the league right now. Okay, relax. Uh, Bears Browns is tough. Yeah, I, the Bears were in like the Bears were in it for a little bit. They they weren't, you know, it wasn't like a complete blowout in the beginning. But Fields was sacked nine times. And uh, it, go ahead. Is that their offense or is that Merrill or Miles Garrett? That, well, Miles Garrett didn't have nine sacks. <laughs> Miles, but Miles he Garrett have four and, four and a half. half. He had four and a half. But still, yeah, yeah. Also, I want to give the Bears' defense credit because they did stop the Browns on two fourth down attempts. So, when you're on the field for a couple plays and then hit the punt and the defense comes right back out, like you're just gonna get tired, especially playing the Browns. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said earlier, Cream Hunt went off. Odo Beckham came back. So there's that. The Bears had a total of one passing yard. Yikes. What? Yeah. How is that possible? Did they count the sacks then? Like the loss of Oh, yeah, yards? yeah, they did. They subtracted the... Yeah. There was 60, they yeah, lost 67 yards off. Wow. Wait, so, so they had one yard of total offense? No. Uh, they had one more yard passing than they did yards lost off of sacks. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Bears offensive line is garbage. Uh, I don't think now, though. I, I want to see Fields this. knows how to move in the pocket just yet as well. He was running for his he life. He kept running to the sidelines. He was. I wonder what the target the targets are, but Allen Robinson, David Montgomery both had two receptions. Cole Komet, one reception. Darnell Mooney, one reception. And that's it. When you that's... look at the targets, it gets much worse. Hey. Allen Robinson and uh, Allen Robinson had two receptions, six targets. Yeah. David Montgomery had four targets. Cole Komet, uh, Daryl Mooney, Darnell Mooney. Darnell. Did I say, did I say Daryl? No, I, I think you said Darnell. I, I, uh, they both had four targets. Uh, Jimmy Graham had one target. Marquise Goodwin at one target. So, so just yeah, that's bad for all their receivers. But when you're getting sacked nine times in a game, that means the rest of the plays where you're not getting sacked, there's so much pressure down your throat that you can't make a proper decision. So yeah. I'm not putting that on any of the receivers. I'm putting that entire game on the offensive line for not holding the pass rush and the defense for just uh, getting there. Miles yeah. Garrett had six quarterback hits. Jadavion Clowney had five. Justin Fields, they should not have started him against that defense. No. Well, Dalton can't play. Nick Foles can't. Not like, oh, yeah. not like he can't play like he's bad, like he physically cannot he, play right injured. now. 
Nick yeah, Foles yeah. can play. Is he still on the team? Dude, yes, if is. Nick Foles played and they got nine sacks, Nick Foles, Nick Foles would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, Nick Foles his, has his gotten beat up protected. so bad. Say again. His, his meat would have protected him. They call him Big Dick Nick. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like a life preserver. Oh An airbag. <laughs> An airbag. Got some good airbags. <laughs> All right. Well, so basically the Bears suck. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I said before, I wish all the best for Justin Fields, and I think he's going to be good in the league eventually. I just don't like ES, ESPN. The people on ESPN said that it was bad game planning on Matt Nagy's part. I just think their offensive line is terrible. You can't like, Matt really Nagy's good game. Yeah, you can't plan a game when you don't have the pieces to play it. Yeah. I don't so know. So the the Browns defense was nasty against an offense that uh, against a rookie who really wasn't prepared to play against a good defense yeah. like that, and another rookie playing against a great defense was uh, Mac Jones against the Saints. Yeah, that game didn't look good. Tyler no. Segway over here. First pick of his young NFL career. First two. First three. Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's catching up to the rest of them. Yeah, and his uh, his running backs didn't really give him help. They didn't run the ball that much, but uh, Damian Harris, six rushes for 14 yards. Yeah, Mac Jones had six rushes for 28. He led the team in rushing. Yeah, he was running <laughs> did, for his life. Did our best friend Nelson Aguilar do anything? 51 times he threw the ball. Nelson, Nelson Aguilar oh. had two receptions for 17 yards. Off eight Daddy targets. caught it. Off eight targets. Off eight targets. So how so, many? I mean, he might. We're gonna say have bad throws. No, we but. were gonna say that he has six drops. No, we're not. That's slander. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, nice. The Saints bounce back. I guess they're so up and down. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. It's their defense. It's if they play defense. against a veteran yeah. quarterback who knows what they're doing, they won't win. Uh, although. They destroyed Aaron Rodgers, so there goes my point out the window. That's week one, though, and week one is always That's weird. week one. That's true, and, and they hadn't been playing uh, in preseason, so. Also, Aaron Rodgers said so that weird. they were treating. Aaron Rodgers said that they were treating the week one game as the fourth preseason game, so. Mar- Marquez Callaway, Deontay Harris, Alvin Kamara, Kenny Stills, Tony Jones Jr., Chris Hogan and uh, Adam Trotman, who I, I think is going to be good eventually. That's their that's like their receivers on the stat sheet. It's just, I don't know, man. You you left out uh, one of the important ones. Yeah, little Jordan Humphreys didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think leading he's their kick returner. He was. Yeah, he was. Also, Ray McLeod had a nice catch. Uh, shout out to Ray McLeod after a bad drop, so. Come on the podcast, Ray Ray. So okay. uh, we can move on from this. We were we were just talking about Mac Jones' first. Uh, Jake was talking about Mac Jones' first three career interceptions. And speaking of interceptions, uh, did we fully go over the Jets Broncos game? You're Zach trying Wilson too hard with the amazing. segues now. <laughs> Look, Von Miller had himself a game, but not yeah. only that, Sam looks lost. Sam out there. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm going back to the good old days. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what good old days? Zach Wilson looks lost against NFL defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Elijah Moore has a concussion. Which Von, Von Miller had one tackle and one sack. So I don't know if that's having himself a game there, Jake. Uh, it is when he forces pressure on every down. Alexander Johnson, the uh, linebacker, had two sacks, two tackles for loss, which count. I think those two sacks count as the tackle for loss. Uh, and one pass deflected, so that's cool. Yeah, and the touchdowns for uh, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't well, a good game. Jets got blown out. They didn't score a point. Yeah. It was a mile high. Uh, I'm not surprised. It's the I Jets. You uh, yeah, you've you've completely given up on Zach Wilson, but I think there's still hope for him. It's only his rookie season. It's his he'll, he'll get better eventually, but he, he's looking like he needs a lot of time. I, I have a feeling he's getting Peyton's record. I mean, he's already – him, him and Trevor Lawrence are already at eight interceptions, so. And Peyton's is 18 or something like that. If they completely disbanded the New York Jets as an NFL team, I don't think many people would care at this point. Did you hear I what I said play. last week? I said, or two weeks ago, I said they should change the team to New Jersey Jets. You just can't change the New York Jets. Just restart. I don't want that to be my hometown team, then. Uh, Peyton Manning's think- record is 28. Oh, so they still got a ways to go. If it makes you feel any better, all time in uh, 1962, George Blanda threw 42 interceptions. Whoa! Also, Vinny Testaverde threw 35. He's in second place. Oh, so you guys Vinny. have you guys got a history of uh, just interceptions and also yes. trash. <laughs> Joe Namath also threw 28 interceptions and in 75. So there you go. And they didn't pass a lot back then. So that's yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Joe Joe passed for 2,000. He was the first quarterback to pass for 2,000 yards. I so yeah. Don't care. Uh, Rams. Buccaneers. Is that fair to call it game of the week? Or Yeah, it was. Chargers it Chiefs was. might have actually given that a run for the money, but as a Lions fan, and I love Stafford, it was definitely game of the week for me. Yeah. The, the difference in this game to me was the lack of rushing by Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, Brady... Uh, if Lombardi Lenny is fair shot. Brady threw 55 times for 430 yards. But he also led the team in rushing, and it's Tom Brady we're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ronald Jones is looking like the Ronald Jones we all know and love. Uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette is looking like uh, late Jaguars Leonard Fournette. So. Uh, yeah, next week they played New England, and uh, I think that they might stomp New England. Not because New England's bad, but because Tom Brady's probably mad about this loss. Absolutely, yeah, they're gonna stomp New England. And the yeah, I th- it, it looks like um, Mac Jones isn't exactly ready to play against like really good defenses, and the Buccaneers have a pretty good defense. Yeah, uh, and sort of the same. I, w- I wouldn't say it's the best one, but it, it's a solid defense. So Mac Jones might not have a great game. Also, Bill knows how to game plan against the quarterback that he trained. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, let's talk about your favorite person in the whole wide world, Tyler Matt Stafford, four touchdowns, 140 <laughs> yards. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, some of those passes, he's uh, there were still a few like miscues where he's getting chemistry with uh, his guys. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Act oh, like man. he never left. Yeah. Looking yeah. stellar. The change of scenery. And you also, got Tyler, you said last week or the week before that there was no uh, undefeated season contenders, and the Rams are three and zero. So. Yeah, but the I. So the I Cardinals and Niners. All right, let me look at the uh, undefeated teams. So Cardinals and Niners, like Jake said, Raiders uh, and Denver. Oh, no, Niners aren't undefeated. Um, Who does? Oh, they just lost. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. So Raiders, Rams, Panthers, Denver, and Cardinals. Uh, honestly, Panthers and Broncos, I don't even think will – might not even make the playoffs, although they might – They might. I don't think Denver can just because of the division they're in. It's not fair to them. Uh, Panthers might sneak in. They might be, like you said earlier – uh, or a few weeks ago, sneaky good. Uh, I don't think the Rams will finish undefeated. They, they're they're definitely a good team, but someone's going to stop them. Raiders are going to have a midseason collapse, and uh, Cardinals have been squeaking so? out. You think so? You think? I mean, the Cardinals are definitely not going undefeated, but you think the Raiders are going to like collapse? Collapse? Yeah. They always they always have a midseason. They always look like uh, people are like, oh, this is the Raiders' year, and then the Raiders get to the middle of the season. When they play some easy games or some games that they definitely should be winning if they make the playoffs and they blow it, they're gonna lose five straight midseason. I, uh, I don't know about that. I but disagree. They're with that gonna strongly. at least lose two to three. They're gonna lose. Uh, they're gonna lose the against the Chargers next week on Monday night. They're gonna beat the Bears. When was the, I think, the uh, last time? The last time the Raiders were good, John Gruden wasn't the coach either. Yeah, and like I said earlier, he let go of his he let go of his best players to do a complete rebuild. So the Raiders, uh, pretty much midseason, or the back half of their midseason, they play uh, the Chiefs, Bengals, Cowboys, Washington, Chiefs, Browns. So that stretch right there, I can't see them getting out of that with a 50% win ratio or higher. I think the Browns-Raiders is going to be a crazy game if they keep playing the way they're playing now. I, yeah. I don't – the Chiefs don't – threaten me anymore they're if they that's a fucking playing, overreaction i it's they're they've lost two games so after it's winning three. it's week straight. it's week three I, they haven't lost since mid-season last year besides the super bowl they don't but they don't scare you at all that's what you're saying now i mean they scare me but they're i mean they're not they're not as dominant as they were two years ago if you lose to tough team that's not a collapse a collapse is like you lose the team you should beat. No, but we were talking about going undefeated. They usually have a midseason we collapse. We were talking about going undefeated, and you said that they were going to collapse. That's not a collapse. That's playing good Well, teams. no, they, they always have a midseason collapse. Okay. Anyways, the Rams. Wait, uh, hold on. Gerald, what do you think about the Raiders? I think they'll go – I think they'll get – I'll say f- 14 wins. Whoa. 14 wins. Whoa. 14. That's a lot. I, I see them getting they're only like going to lose two games? Three. Yeah. No, three games. Three games. They're yeah, getting 11 wins this year. Yeah. It's my yeah, prediction. I, I'm uh, saying nine. And, I, and if they come away with 11 wins, it's not a midseason collapse. See, the Raiders are impossible to read right now because they, they just beat the Dolphins, who uh, in overtime – 
who just lost to the Bills. Sorry, Gerald, for bringing this up, but they just lost to the Bills, thirty-five nothing. So, is did the Dolphins have an off game, or did the Dolphins have a great game against the? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Switch a quarterback could be significant. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. Tua turned the ball over, injured now, so he's not in. Oh no, we didn't talk about Packers 49ers the Sunday night game. Oh yeah. Uh that one was actually pretty close. That was a two point win for the Packers. And you still it. and you still don't think both, that the Packers are gonna do anything this year? 49ers barely yeah. beat the Eagles, who don't look that great. They uh almost blew a lead to the Lions, who are 0-3 and rebuilding. And uh the Packers, I still am not I'm not sold on the Packers. Or the Niners. Uh, you're telling I, me I can't Aaron Rodgers the, had the a Niners 30 second drive, and you're not sold on them. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. You're, you just is said you're not sold on have... the Chiefs, Jake. What are you talking about? Aaron Rodgers drove down the field in 30 seconds. So did Mahomes. Yeah, people throw right. random. Uh, people throw random deep passes for a fast play means nothing. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a bad game. I'm not saying he's trash. I'm just not sold on, on the Packers being the Super Bowl contender that people thought they were. I think they'll win their division because, let's face it, who the hell is going to take that division besides the Packers? <laughs> uh, I mean, Vikings did whatever. Uh, if I think the Packers win the division, division I'm going to stop watching football. If the Vikings win the division? <laughs> yes. Mike, Mike Zimmer wins coach of the year. <laughs> I'm very curious to see how Minnesota plays against Green Bay now. I think it'll I feel be like a fun game. I feel like they're playing well. I always like those games. Minnesota Green Bay usually is entertaining. Uh, Green Bay usually wins those, which sucks. I, I don't think the Niners are are going to do. It. I said when we did our season predictions that they were going to be the odd team out of that of the NFC West to to make it in the playoffs. I don't think they're doing anything this year. The Packers, I still have faith in, but like I said, the my Seahawks are worrying me. Say again. I. Seahawks are worrying me. You said the 49ers are going to be the odd team out. The Seahawks are one and two. Yeah. But the Seahawks have played, I think the Seahawks play stronger competition than the San Francisco has. That's fair. Uh, the Packers, I mean, we already did this. But like, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl either, but I do think they'll make a deep playoff run. Do you think they make it to the NFC Championship? Uh, anything's possible when you have Aaron Rodgers on your team. Look, last year was so weird. Did anybody think that Tom Brady was going to be in Super Bowl no. again? No. No. I mean, once once the Buccaneers made the playoffs, I've seen Tom Brady do it all the time. He just wins games. I th- I'm just saying, I, last year I made this point already in the podcast. They lost, Every team they beat in the playoffs, they lost to in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like that's what we're blown out. The Rams winning, like blown out, blown out. Yeah. Uh, And I, it's definitely possible that that you're going to see a rematch in the playoffs between those two teams. That's completely possible. So the Packers can definitely go uh, five and one because they play the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Bears. But then they play Washington Cardinals, Chiefs, Seahawks, Vikings, Rams. I could see them losing all six of those games. They won't, but what? I, That's a rough back half. That, that, that those are six 
decent teams. Washington's offense looks awful without Fitzpatrick, so I, I can't see them losing that game. But Cardinals are 3-0. and The Chiefs went to the Super Bowl. The Cardinals, you just said a couple minutes ago, were, haven't been playing well. I didn't say they haven't been playing well. I just don't think they're going to go undefeated. No, you said, yeah, you I, said I they guess, were playing sketchy. No, yeah, you they haven't been playing well. Yeah. You also wrote it in the notes. <laughs> yeah. So, well, they play. I don't. They're so confusing. This the is Cardinals. overreaction Monday today or Tuesday. This is ridiculous with the overreaction. I will, once, like I always say, we'll see. But I don't think the Packers are gonna <laughs> get more than twelve wins. That's fair. I'm. I, I. That's completely fair. But I don't think they're gonna lose six games straight. I just don't see it happening. We didn't say six straight. He, we just he said, said, well, they, I, I said, I could possible. say six straight, but I, I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's yeah, possible. Yeah, anything's possible. I, <laughs> I just, yeah, like, yeah. I just, I don't think it's likely at all for that to happen. Especially well, because Washington they play me the, the, going to play good without uh, Fitzpatrick. But if they lost five straight, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Eagles, Cowboys, I don't know what to say about this game. Uh, I the Eagles say... offensive line is not good. Zach Ertz made one of the most disgusting throws I've ever seen in my life. Throws? Zach Ertz threw the ball? Where do you throw it to? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did wow. I say Zach Ertz? Yeah. I'm sorry. I meant Jalen Wentz. <laughs> Jalen wow, Wentz? Oh, my oh, this is definitely going to be clipped and put on the internet. <laughs> Why am I messing up? He's on drugs like you Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Made one of the most disgusting passes for a touchdown I've ever seen in my life. Running out of bounds across his body, threw it behind him for a touchdown. That's great. They still lost by 20. <laughs> yeah, and the score was not as close as it seemed. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Still a disgusting throw. Jalen Hurts had two points going into the second half, two fancy points going into the second half. Um, their run game, the, the Cowboys' run game, looks amazing and i am more inclined to believe tyler's theory now about them having a two-headed monster in the backfield because tony pollard has so much speed to hit the edge and you can send zeke up the middle zeke looked like zeke looked reborn like i'm yeah. I, I know that you're that jake's been saying zeke's back i think zeke's like back <laughs> i mean he was he was knocking people over it was really really entertaining uh, and I hate, the, Cow- the, I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I think, uh, I think this is the first we saw. I, I'm sure I said we'll see when Jake said Zeke's back, and we saw Zeke's back. We saw. Yeah. Also, it was um, – I didn't know this going into the game. This was Dak Prescott's first game back in Dallas. Yeah. So it was, it was nice to see him win. Uh, J- Jalen Hurts is starting – this might be a hot take. Jalen Hurts is starting to remind me of Jameis Winston, and I'll tell you why. Not the interceptions, just the. I'm gonna throw it downfield and throw caution to the wind. Like it's just, like he'll just throw it downfield and see what happens. And a, a lot of his deep balls are not very accurate. And another problem, uh, Jalen Hurts. Sorry, Jake messed up the name earlier. Just completely <laughs> made me forget what his name was. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. You just gotta um, out. I, I, and another problem with Jalen Hurts is. Uh, he in his pocket presence isn't that good, so he ends up rushing himself out of the pocket a lot and panicking and throwing a low, uh, an incompletion to prevent a loss or throwing a check down. Uh, so he need he definitely needs to get a little better on that. Trust his offensive line a little. Learn how to move within the pocket. 
They they couldn't put a drive together until the second half. I mean, Philadelphia did not look good at and all. And even then, I think it was really just uh, the Dallas defense thinking, like, whatever. What are they going to do? Uh, Jalen Hurts I- led one inspiring drive, and then the Dallas defense... Uh, then then Dak just scored more points. Yeah. <laughs> they did stop. They did they did have the D- Eagles defense did play very well in the beginning, like the first half. They had a couple of big stops. So there is that. And they had Fletcher Cox had the uh the strip sack in the end zone for a touchdown, which is one of the seven of the Eagles twenty one points. How oh, my Cox taste. Mm. <laughs> Can always count on drill for the one liners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, second year cornerback Trayvon Diggs for the uh, played very well. Cowboys, yeah, is looking dangerous. Yeah, uh, they so did Michael Parsons. Good... Yeah, yeah, Michael Parsons was also looking good. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys. So I prefer they were good on another team. But this, it looks like their defense might finally do something and stop uh, letting up 41 point games. I also just said very discreetly, I wish the Lions drafted them. Did anyone else oh, catch no. that? <laughs> no, I'm still messed up from what you were ta- trying to pronounce Jalen Hurts. Uh, I want to say about the Eagles, they are missing three of their starting offensive linemen, and their defensive mm. line is pretty banged up as well. So I didn't know that. That makes a give, huge difference. I'm going to give them a bit of a break. Yeah. And uh, Fletcher Cox did go down for a little bit of the game, but came back. And Brandon Graham is out with ACL chair, which we've been over already. Mm-hmm. So, can move on to this coming week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, ooh, this Thursday uh, night games. You're really going to want to call out of work to watch this game. Uh, Jaguars, Bengals, Super Bowl contenders right here. Uh, Bengals win, 20-point lead. Jaguars blow it. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, you're saying Jaguars blow a 20-point lead? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> the Bengals win by 20. Oh, okay. I'm giving it to the Bengals as well. Yeah, I I have to give it to the Bengals. Bengals. The, the, one of the coolest games this week is going to be Tom Brady's revenge game. Yeah. Also for Thought our listeners, one, but... because I said this off the pod, our uh, – Prediction record so far: Jake and I are thirteen and seven, and Tyler is twelve and eight. So Tyler, you're one game behind. You can pick it up here. <laughs> uh, we have another revenge game. I know it's uh, overshadowed by Tom Brady going back to Foxborough, but uh, Corey Davis is going back to Tennessee. Yeah, and he's going to get absolutely demolished. <laughs> he's going to get cream pie. I think we can all agree on the Titans are going to win that game. Yeah, Titans are going to win probably by 20. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jets' defense just isn't equ- well-equipped enough through their I picked injuries. Up, I, picked up the Lions, uh, I picked up the Titans' defense in fantasy. Yeah, Actually, Lions, Lions-Bears Lions might be competitive. I think the Lions game. will win that game. I do as well. I'm going to give it to the I, Lions. They finally right. have been rushing the passer, and... We can see that works against the Bears. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that to the Lions. I'll give them their first win. I do think they get their first win, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say the Broncos go 4-0. I'm going to say that the Ravens defense can't stop Teddy, even though KJ Hamler's out. I still think Torn I still think Teddy gets it done. 
Uh, I'm going to pick against you. I think the Ravens will do it. Uh, I don't even know why. I really just think uh, that the Ravens... I, I can't even think of a good reason why they'll win. I just think that they can do it. Just a gut feeling? Justin Tucker. They'll get into field goal range enough times, and Justin Tucker will yeah. take six field make goals. 74-yarder. Yeah. <laughs> it's in mile high. Yarder. It's in mile well, high. Well, they are playing in mile high, so who knows? Yeah. Be breathing a little different. I think this is going to be actually to, to make an actual point. I do think it's going to be a low scoring game because the Broncos do have, I think, a, a decent defense. Same with um, the Ravens. It's tough. I really want to pick the Broncos, but. Come on. I've been right so far. I have more wins than Tyler. Yes. So do we, we have the same record, Jake. <laughs> uh,. I got screwed on the Cowboys Buccaneers oh, game. I would just like to point out the the Cowboys could have so won that I. game, and I would have been ahead. Oh, you so, picked Cowboys? Yeah. I oh, picked well. Dogs. Yeah. Yes. Go back and listen to the episode, you scumbag. Yeah, come on, guy. <laughs> I only uh, care about myself. I'm a narcissist. Uh, I'm going Ravens. Gerald, were you gonna say something? I think Ravens win this game. No. Oh. I think well, it's you a have slow scoring game. game. Ravens win. What's your prediction, Gerald? Nick has Ravens. I have Broncos. Tyler has Ravens. Ravens. All right. We'll see. Jake can take a nice lead for this one. Jake can take a nice (laughs) – We have to talk about your boy Kyle Pitts. Do we? Who do they play? They play Washington. Washington. He's getting a touchdown against them. I just – time. If you guys didn't mention him, what's your prediction for Kyle Pitts this week, Tyler? This is like your weekly segment. All right. Uh – I don't know. He he's gonna if I if I guess I don't know. Are you giving up on Kyle Pitts? It kind of sounds like you're giving up on Kyle Pitts. All right, all right, all right. He's uh they love throwing short passes for Kyle Pitts. So he's gonna have four receptions, uh forty five yards and a touchdown. I don't think I'm dropping him. I'm going two receptions, ten yards and a touchdown. As long as he gets his tutty. (laughs) He needs his tutty. I'll give him four four receptions, 75 yards. Ooh. Uh, oh, could, my I man's could, breaking out some speed. I could care less about how many receptions and yards Kyle Pitts gets. I don't think they love throwing short passes to Kyle Pitts. I think Matt Matt Ryan loves to throw short passes because he's old. <laughs> so uh, what I will say is I think that Washington is going to win this game. Yes, I think I Washington's going to win Washington well. wins it. Uh. Colts Dolphins, I'm giving it to the Fins. Jacoby, third, third, revenge game. Center, he's gonna win it. Carson Wentz is gonna bounce back. This is Carson Wentz is a bum. (laughs) (laughs) He is. I agree. I agree. He is a bum. Dolphins have just been getting dealt a shitty hand this whole season, and I don't think their luck is gonna change just yet. No, see, Uh, they're a good team. They're just unlucky. I'm biased. I think this is the game that we need to absolutely destroy to get our confidence back. So I'm so gonna pick the Dolphins. The three I'm you giving on, it to the Fins. The three of you on the Dolphins. I I'm going Colts. Oh, okay, good. I'm gonna I'm going, regret this. No, but. I'm. I don't think you are. I I think the Colts win this game because. Uh oh, it's in Miami. Sorry, Tyler. I'm going Fins. <laughs> yeah. That actually does make a huge, uh, a huge difference. So Quentin Nelson's questionable. Um, If 
Quentin Nelson plays, Colts win. If he's out, Dolphins win. No, no, no. We don't do that. You no. pick a team. That's it. No. You, you bastards. <laughs> uh, I'm already I'm already behind you guys. I can stay behind. It doesn't matter. I'll pick Colts. Or right. or you can get a leg up here. The Colts wins. Yeah, true. But uh, it's in Miami, and teams have trouble playing in Miami. So I'm mm. taking the Colts. Uh, I don't. I can't see the Colts being 0 4. They have too much talent on their team. Mm-hmm. Browns Vikings. That's not going to be an interesting game to you. Browns win it. Doesn't. That's not. Doesn't intrigue you, Tyler. Browns win it. Yeah. Browns. It's in Minnesota. I'm picking the Vikings. I should have picked the Vikings last week, and Jake convinced me not to. I'm in a pick'em league, and I picked the Vikings to win, and I picked the Chargers to win. I also picked the Giants to win. I also picked the 49ers to win. So I I had Ouch. some nice upset picks, and I blew it on 50-50s. <laughs> so you guys are all taking the Browns, right? Yeah, yes. I'm taking the Browns. You're taking the Vikes. Yep. This Raiders. Monday night game looks amazing. Yeah, I'm really hyped for this yeah. game. I'm picking the Chargers. It's in L.A. I think that helps them. I think the Raiders incurred their first loss of the season. I do think it'll be a close game and most likely high scoring. I am picking the Chargers solely on the fact that the Raiders have proven that they've struggled to play in noise, and SoFi is wow. going to be extremely loud for that game. Uh, so I th- think you're forgetting one crucial factor, Jake. The Chargers don't have fans. They're oh, <laughs> man. but they they no one shows up to these games. Uh, that was a thing a couple weeks back. There was there was uh. More, they were at home playing somebody. There were more fans of the opposite team there than their own <laughs> yeah. fans. The Chargers also don't like being uh, the the new Chargers uh, since pretty much late Philip Rivers and after he left. Uh, they love beating good teams, but if a team's not good enough to be a really cool win, they don't care. They'll happily lose. I so I've, I've actually pieces. got the Raiders winning this. The Chargers should win, but the Raiders are going to. Gerald, are you picking the Chargers or the Raiders? Oh, the Raiders, because as I said earlier, they're getting 14 wins this season. (laughs) Gerald, you're consistent. I like that. I like that. That's good. Bucks, how many points is Tom Brady going to beat the Patriots by? Let's do an over-under. Well, the the Vegas odds are uh, 6.5, and I would go over. No, over that. Let's make it our own. Let's make it our own. If we do over, I'm going to do over 20. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, under 20. Under that 20. defense is elite. No. We're, we're making a bet. Mac Jones probably throws three interceptions. I'll give you an actual score. I want it. 27-3. Whoa. Mm, no I way. Yes. Hell, no way. Hell they yeah. They a touchdown. No, they scored a touchdown. They're not scoring a touchdown. Damian Harris can't carry every single Buccaneers defender like he did a couple I, weeks ago. It honestly feels like uh, you just did random stuff and you had no stats backing that up, and that's disgraceful. Siri, that's damn straight. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, we don't have to count this as a prediction, but uh, I I don't think the Giants are going to beat the Saints. I think we're going no. for. Although I do think the Jets are going to get blown out worse than the Giants. Uh, That's all that I matters. Think, <laughs> I, I think Daniel Jones is going to rush for more yards than he passes. Wow. With Saquon back? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Saquon is back. So I think Saquon's going to catch some passes and bump up Daniel Jones' uh, numbers. I heard all right, catch. Let me, let me, let me uh, revise what I just said. He's going he's gonna to rush more than he throws to his receivers. 
Well, if if his receivers are still injured, that's honestly a fair. Daniel Jones is not Lamar Jackson. Doesn't work like that. He still thinks he is. Yeah, I know he's way better. Because he has to. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, our offensive line is weak. The the injuries just continue for the Giants. It's like, we're never going to have all of our skilled players healthy. And even when, yeah. if we did, our offensive line is trash. Trash. We need, we need an offensive line draft. We yeah. they're so lackluster Lions across the it. league right now. Lions and Colts get their first win this week. The Jets and the Giants remain winless. The two New York teams. Yep. All right, guys. That's all we have for you this week. Um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to go like us on Instagram and follow. And our subreddit as well, r slash how about them halfbacks. Uh, we'd like to thank Gerald from coming on. Hey, anytime. Hope to have and... you back soon. Also, uh, where where are all these people we've been shouting out? Uh, James Wilson, your ass needs to be on this podcast. Jack Come O'Reilly. On, Jack O'Reilly. Come on, Jack. Uh, Mixon, we want He's you and your kid on this podcast. <laughs> That I can make that happen, but no, you I can't, need, like, Jake. We've been asking months. you. We've I've been asking you to do this since we conceived the podcast, and it has not him, happened. I have been asking Mixon every week. He is too busy. I have about as much confidence in Jake to do that as I do the Jets to win a game. Ouch! All right, Ouch. see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>